To Space Action Podcast, a division of Space Action Heroes, a webcomic you can find at spaceactionheroes.com. I am Chris Carson. And I own the fucking fuzzy cats that won't shut the hell up. DC and Shama. Welcome back, DC. Oh, hi. Hi. Yeah, we're back recording in Cat Zone, so there will be some kitty kitty mules for all of y'all. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure half of our listeners are expecting that and angry when it doesn't happen. So you, what you're telling me is I should just bring Davey and shake him into the yeah, mic. Yeah, just shake him constantly. <laughs> um, but yeah, you haven't been here for a while. I where, was away. Where have you been off to? I was out east, mm-hmm. uh, went to the Maritimes mm-hmm. uh, for four, three weeks with the Fam Jam. Uh, so it was pretty cool what we did, well, what my brother did. He planned all this really, really well. Uh, he rented an RV. That's like a Uber, or Uber, uh, Airbnb kind of thing. You just look up. Oh, okay. Uh, just this, find temporary uses. Yeah, this app just helps you find people. Did you take a black light to it? <laughs> I think we're only the second. It smelled brand new. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have. No, I thought the exact it same thing. It smelled like cum. I was like, who are the last people that took was it a honeymoon? Because I really don't want to be sleeping Oof. in no spunk. Yeah. But anywho, no, no, no. It was, it was like a brand new RV. And uh, so we drove from... Here, picked up my family in Cornwall. Here being Toronto. Being Toronto. Cornwall. The first day was Cornwall to Edmonston, New Brunswick. Ooh. That was like an eight, nine hour That's day. That's insane. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. All We went straight through Quebec. That's like driving to New York. It's pretty nuts. Yeah. yeah um, and at our first campsite, I totally forgot this till just now. Everything, it was like that scene from Seven. Everything was all good. We're talking, and then a freight train went by like 20 <laughs> feet away. And my campsite. <laughs> like, literally across the road, my brother was just like, I swear, the next couple sites I checked, like, you know, Google Maps, they're fine. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was good. Everything was, uh, so I basically, I had my little tent. Okay. And I would sleep outside of the RV because uh, it was me. My brother, my sister, her family, which is her husband, Jared, and uh, my nephew, Zico. My parents, so seven of us. Good Lord. My parents, yeah, slept in the RV, and then three of them had a tent. My brother slept in the RV, too, and then I had another tent outside. Mm. Um, And it was beautiful, dude. I fell in love with the Maritimes, I'm not going to lie. Like, it never really occurred to me. Are you the boy that builds the boat? The boy that builds. I don't Isn't know that, that the eyes to buy the bills the boat and eyes to buy the sails it? Isn't that a whole maritime thing? It is. Jesus. And that's the other thing. I got to learn these shanties. I felt like yeah. a jackass. Because shanties? Everywhere we went, people would start singing them. I'm like, ah, they probably don't all know this. And then my family's <laughs> fucking singing shanties. Singing along. And I'm sitting there just like, heard if I heard to Newfoundland, to heard to set screech. Like, just sound like kind of Irish and you're good. <laughs> I literally did. Yeah. Just, just got some spoons and started banging them like I knew what I was doing. When you know, the, ad, the ad for New Brunswick is an Irish woman coming. She's like, come to Ireland and Canada. Mm. Yeah. You're right. Totally is. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we just tooled around. Uh, we went from New Brunswick to Hall- P- uh, PEI. Mm-hmm. Got to cross the Confederation Bridge, which was nuts. Okay. Um, PEI. Thanks, Davey. PEI <laughs> back to Sydney. Uh, which okay. is like I think you know, just off of Labrador and then over to St. John's we went from Corner Brook all the way across Newfoundland to yeah St. John's Newfoundland and then out of Newfoundland all the way back to Nova Scotia Nova Scotia yeah and then we went to Halifax did you see that giant glue scap statue glue scap Oh God! For God's sakes, man! <laughs> I think there's some uh, come on some awkward kitty foreplay happening. Um, 
he's like he's like the the native figure for for out there gloops cap he's on all their products and there's a giant what is statue he? of him um that i'm not entirely sure I just know that every time someone goes out there and brings me back a t-shirt, it's fuck, it's Gloose Cap. How do I spell Gloose Cap? I want to see if I saw this thing. G, 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 maybe how it sounds and then it'll autocorrect? Yeah, G-L-O-O-S-C-A-P. Gloose Cap? So, <laughs> Gloose Cap, Gloose Cap, for those in listening, uh, is a legendary figure of the Wabanaki people, native of Vermont and New Hampshire and Atlantic Canada. He looks like a giant naked dude holding a torch. Yeah. And they have a big statue of him in Prince Edward Island, I believe. Oh. Somewhere around there. I don't think... I saw a lot of statues of fishermen. (laughs) (laughs) I shit you not. Canada's Paul Bunyan? Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of them, which was kind of patriotic and cool. Um, Yeah, I'm trying... There wasn't, like, anything too crazy, at least that I want to get into on mic. Like, you know, you travel with your family... For three weeks, there's going to be a few blow-ups, which luckily I missed most of. <laughs> um, the second night, there was one. So I went to bed, and I just heard conversation inside the RV. Everyone decided to sleep inside because it was raining. Yeah. But I was like, fuck it, I got my tent set up. I don't yeah, know yeah, shit. It's not open-top tent. So I just sit in there, hotbox my tent like I did every night. Nice. And listen to podcasts, and this the next morning, <laughs> like everyone came out of the RV, like one by one, be like, <laughs> do you hear that shit? <laughs> Did you hear that shit? <laughs> like, I, I heard some podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> My eyes beat red. I'm like, no, what happened? <coughs> yeah, that was great. That's funny. But um, other, that, other than that, it was fine. Like, nothing too crazy. Guys, uh, for fuck's sake, we're going to be a whole podcast of me trying to break up cat fucking. I'm leaving this all in. <laughs> I think this is adding layers layers to things. We haven't recorded here in a really long time, so the cats are just trying to get their, their five minutes of fame. Well, they can do it better than fucking making an audio sex tape. They're making, they're, they, they're doing the Prince Kim Basinger thing. Oh my god, they are. They're doing a total Basinger. <laughs> that has to be the, uh, the backtrack to this whole podcast. It's just... <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> you know how I like it like that. Who... <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, no. What we loved, I love the most about being out there is that it never occurred to me that coastal country gets the brunt of the ocean mm-hmm. over millions of years. Mm-hmm. So you have entire ice flows from like the ice age Moving piercing in and going into these rock formations, freezing, expanding, and making these seven hundred meter fjords that we were taking ferries through. That's pretty awesome. And it's just rock walls on either side of yeah, you for like yeah, forty five yeah. minutes, and then forty five minutes out. Um, the tablelands where like the Earth's mantle literally pops out of the yep, ground. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Venus. It's like this angular piece of rock that goes all the way in this giant bowl, and there's like uh, pitcher plants growing everywhere. It looks like you're on an alien planet. That's weird. That's awesome. All the soil is like Mars red and shit. Yeah, like yeah. it was really really cool. Did you know if a lot of productions go there for quote they unquote, should alien worlds? They yeah. should. Like if that's a, that's an untapped fucking yeah. uh, location if they don't because it, lo- it literally looks like Venus. It's nuts. Did you see any whales? We, we, we okay, so we went to uh we took a whale tour th- the day after this and we saw like a couple backs in a blowhole here and there. We mostly right, right. saw this island covered in a bunch of puffins. I like that you know something good's coming when it's like we saw some blowholes here and there. Here and there. <laughs> then we went to Signal Island, Cape Spear in St. John's, Newfoundland, mm-hmm. where uh, Mor- Morricone sent the first radio signal across the Atlantic. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Then Cape Spear is uh, the most eastern point in Canada. It's right on the ocean. It's like again this massive U-shaped uh, point. And we're up on this hill where the lighthouses are, probably about like a vertical kilometer diagonally from where this where this fishing boat was. Okay. It's all these seagulls circling around it. This fucking baby, I mean, maybe like a medium-sized humpback, 
just popped oh, out of the like a fucking poster for the Maritimes popped out of the water and land and there was about a dozen people standing on the cliff with us and everyone just went oh awesome. like, it was nuts yeah. and there I think you could see we saw two of them there because they would occasionally their backs would breach and they were had they were following the fishing boat because they okay. know there's a bunch of fish over there right that was one Crafty of the bastards. craziest things I've ever seen that's awesome it was really really cool um, another one we saw on um, the crossing from Digby, Newfoundland over back to New Brunswick. You go from the far side of the uh, of Newfoundland all the way across and then back. So it takes like 17 hours. Mm-hmm. It leaves at 5 and we got there, I think, at 9 the next morning. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that evening, it was kind of cool. We're looking at the bow of the ship. And, you know, they had a band playing, sun setting and everything. And then, like, there was people all of a sudden were getting up. Like, there's a whale way out in the horizon. And then as we're all looking at that, not but like 50 feet off the bow, another back pops up. Jumps up. Added, well, it didn't jump up. You just saw the back yeah, of yeah. it. But like it was still like, holy shit, are we going to hit that? <laughs> like I wanted to run to the, <laughs> to the stern boat. Yeah, well, I was expecting to hear like. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, blood shooting up. No. Yeah. But, uh, There's only six left in the whole world. <laughs> But uh, oh, dude, on the first ferry because you gotta take one to get to St. John's. That okay. one left at like nine at night and got there at seven in the morning. Um, Good lord! Yeah, it takes a, it takes it's further than I thought. Yeah, mm, it's a lot. For, but also, these are massive ferries carrying like transports, and uh, so they average, I think, about my brother said eight to thirteen knots. Eight and seven. How seven. many? How fast is a knot? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that could be five miles an hour. They, I don't know. they looked like they were humming pretty. I want to say that's around forty, but I'm sure someone right now is screaming at me. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, it's a whale. Yeah. Angrily <laughs> typing. <laughs> but um, it was kind of cool. Uh, that ferry crossing on on the way there. It was late at night. I think it was like a Thursday, and my brother had been driving. Like, he drove the entire time. This massive fridge of an RV. Mm-hmm. Every time a transport went by, you could feel, like, the air pressure oh, shifted. Shit, oh, it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> so, anytime he didn't have to drive the day, I was like, we are getting drunk immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. No hesitation. Oh, man. So, that night on the ferry, it was kind of fucking funny. I, uh, I stayed up late. Everyone went to bed. And we were, must have been on some choppy waters because this ferry on the inside, it looked almost like a cruise ship. Like, it was nice. Yeah. But it we got cabins and stuff. This thing was rocking was... so fucking hard. And I was sh- not shit-faced, but just not in my own element. Right. And, and how not- are you with seasickness? I thought I was good. <laughs> I thought I was all right. Everyone always thinks they are. Until, like, I, it was kind of fun. At that one point, I went up on the rooftop. I bumped a smoke off someone on the in the smoking deck and went upstairs to the highest level on mm. the ferry and just laid on my back smoking a cigarette like Jack and Titanic looking at nice. the stars. It was pretty sweet. And then the seasickness kicked I don't in. Know what, that's what it kicked That's The when cigarette. It that's not surprising. I think that's what did it. Yeah. And honestly, dude, like, I had to go to the cafe and get a sandwich just to calm my stomach down a little bit and just find a chair mm-hmm. in, like, the, the public seating area. It's like an airplane chair. Okay. I sat in that thing and tilted back because I thought I was just about to puke, puke everywhere. Keep your eye on the horizon because that's supposed to center well, six seasickness. that's what I learned eventually was, like, I'm like, I guess, was that the first boat we were on the whole trip? I think it was. Mm-hmm. So I just wasn't ready for it. But, like, uh, or especially because if you're on a smaller boat, it's easier to do just that. Keep yeah. your eyes orientated on the horizon. Yeah. But when you're in a fucking thing that just feels like you're in a room that's yeah. jostling. Shaking. I was all disoriented. So I didn't notice I was getting sick until, like, the enemy was at the gate. Like, it was in my throat. Yeah. And I was like, I'm about to barf. This is yeah. messed up. Yeah. Um, 
But other than that, <laughs> other than the horrid seasickness, great, was, great trip. It was fun, dude. I fell in love with, by the end of it, me and my brother and sister were like, oh, we got to do this again. We got to yeah, get yeah, another yeah. RV. Dumping out the shit tank, even. Like, I'll Ooh. do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Burning it afterwards. Because there's a, there's a whole process you got to do. So you're about to educate you on the shit protocol. on the chemicals and stuff involved, right? Yeah, you can put some enzymes in there to break it down so it don't stank as mm-hmm. much. But basically, when you get to any RV park, you take this stinky slinky, this tube, and you chunk lock it on the thing, and then you plug the other end in this hole that's there. Mm. Um, so you have to dump out all your black water first, right? That's all your shit and your piss. That all comes running out. Then once that's all clear, you have to fucking dump the gray water, which is like all your uh, like used dishwater right, and stuff right, like yeah. that. So it flushes out all the black water, but it's still no picnic. It looks fucking it's, gross. Yeah. Um, the worst part is like when it flushes out the remnants of the black water for so like the first flow of the gray water is like this hint of like oh god what was that like it, it looked like something you'd find in an ashtray what the shit was why was there that? so much blood yeah so much blood <laughs> oh it's so awful <laughs> I only had to do it once or twice my brother did it the whole trip and he's a huge germaphobe so he just yeah oh yeah. he hated it dish gloves on yeah oh yeah. you have to put like every time you gotta put like the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, latex gloves cool. but the worst part is. After you empty it, you have to unlock it and kind of cup it because there's going to be some drippage. And then as you clink the slinky shut, the air pressure forces the smell ah, of everything out. Right back up. Holy Christ. It's the worst thing I've ever... It smells like a dead bodies in a ditch that someone shit on. Yeah. It's awful. It's the worst. Uh, so Lady Gaga. <laughs> Such a random Lady Gaga take. <laughs> Just popped in my head. Felt it's there for a reason. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Find some good friends, rent an RV. Yeah, it sounds amazing. It's really fun, dude. And just good a times. straight shot drive back? Uh, kind of. We we got we went from, what was the last campsite? Bay of Fundy? <gasps> Bay of Fundy. Oh, Bay of Fundy, yeah. Holy shit, that was news to me I'd seen pictures of Hopewell Rocks but I never put two and two together right that the tide literally comes and goes in the span of like six seven hours yeah it's bananas like you're walking by this harbor and it looks normal as hell then you go by that night and the boats are all sitting on the ocean floor yeah like on risers and shit and you're like what the fuck just happened and so basically for anyone damn moons well if anyone's interested like basically the way it works is that the whole bay is like a funnel is funnel shaped so it gets shallower towards this end. Mm-hmm. So as the tide goes out, it just exposes more rock. See what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, like yeah, so, yeah. just it's the only place in the world where they, it's just like this shallow like this. So as the water level rises, it just looks like it's fucking filling. Everything's up. filling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because it's just it's on a slant essentially the whole thing. <laughs> if you didn't know to expect that, I imagine that would be existentially horrifying. I kept thinking about that because it doesn't. It's not like it comes rushing at you like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, what's that fucking movie? The Christopher Nolan movie where it's just a wall of water. Oh, um, um, Interstellar. Interstellar. But it's it's oh we might get the air show, the CNE's oh, on right now. We might guys, get yeah that'll date this podcast recording. But yeah, if you hear some uh, some snowbirds, uh, right comment snowbirds. <laughs> they they usually streak right over here, so we might just get an ear deafening blast of jets jet noise right now. But... As an aside, the first night I ever I moved to Toronto, the first time I moved to Toronto was on this weekend. And mm-hmm. I didn't know that was going to happen. Me neither. It scared the fuck out of me. Me too. I thought we were being invaded. It was the scary... Because everything shook. Like, this place was empty. Yeah. So it was just like a resonating chamber. I was just like, are we going to die? Like... That's the thing, because Maddie... I moved in with Matt Donahue, our friend Matt Donahue. Mm. And he was like, I assure you this isn't normal. Like, this, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> 
<laughs> so many new residents of Toronto come this weekend. It's, it's so horrifying. Like, there should be a notice like, yeah. hey, heads up, if you're moving to Toronto this weekend, this is the annual it's, it's orientation. It's very Iraqi yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Especially if you have a PTSD or anything. Yeah. But anywho, we went from uh, Bay of Fundy where I had the best seafood. Clam chowder? Uh, I had clams and oysters. Ooh. And I'm so not a clams and oysters guy. I got yeah. one or two. I'm not a big seafood guy, but I mean, imagine there. It's... It tasted like the ocean. Yeah. And it was Ooh. refreshing. No, in a good way. <laughs> in like, a good way? Like, like, and refreshing, like the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you tasted it and you felt like you just got a cool ocean breeze. Nice. And you're like, oh, it, like, I'm like. It doesn't taste like Wasega Beach. It doesn't taste like it was on a plane <laughs> for like an hour, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. It, I was like, we're eating cat food in the, anywhere if we're not on the coast. Yeah. Like, oh. That's like when I ate my first fresh date in Egypt. I was like, oh, that's what dates taste like? Right? Yeah. Oh, Oh, shit. This is what unprocessed shit tastes like. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so from Fundy Bay, we, we went to Quebec, and that was the end of it. And Quebec's just old Quebec. Yeah, but I miss. we named our RV, we christened it uh, RV Kaitel. Nice. A.K.A. Mr. Mr. White. Mr. White, because it was obviously a, exactly. a white RV. Uh, Ironically, not a pink one. Oh, well, it was beige. It was a beige one. Oh, but. But it's Breaking Bad, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Did you cook any meth along the way? My brother apparently went to a gas station to load up a gas and then uh, someone commented on them on it, and he apparently just went, "Yeah, well, it's the easiest way to cook meth." Ah! <laughs> and just started laughing. And the, Laugh, walking back. The guy was not impressed. He was just horrified. <laughs> That's good. It would be great if he just laughed the entire way back to the rolls RV. the window down. <laughs> Lights a cigarette. Uh. Speaking of, as a segue, mm. uh, of Breaking Bad, did you see the teaser? I did. It wasn't the, much. Oh, okay, I mean, no, it's just, it's Skinny Pete. Yeah. Just but, being like, I ain't gonna let you catch Jesse again. Yeah, so. He has aged. Incredibly. Who that? Skinny Paul? Pete. Oh, Skinny Pete? He looks like he's 70 in that trailer. He always looked kind of old. He always looked old and scraggly, but now he looks like elderly and I scraggly. Did, what I noticed is because in the show, he never had facial hair and he had the cap on. He always so he, had the cap on. So well, he was clean shaven, so you couldn't tell how old he was. And now when he's grown the hair out, yeah. you're like, holy, holy fuck. shit. So I guess they cast older to give that methed out look. Yeah. But yeah. now he just looks old. <laughs> well, it's funny. Um, You know he's like a trained pianist. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one scene, it's a throwaway joke. And like I can't remember what season they're meeting Mr. White, him and Badger, and Skinny Pete's playing the piano. He's really, really good. He's legit playing. When the show ended, I think they were on um, uh, uh, Conan or something, and they had him be the guest pianist. Oh yeah, but he was like in a button-up shirt, and he had his hair grown out, and it was like Anderson Cooper White, and that's where I realized, oh, like, oh he's just okay. really old. He's just an old guy. Okay, I get it now. I wonder why they didn't get him to cut his hair down or put a toque on him or anything for, for that, this one for that shot. Yeah. Maybe it's part of the plot, like he's out of the life or something. Maybe you know, he just aged terribly. <laughs> well, I mean, you spent half your life doing meth. You've tried fucking looking yeah. great. <laughs> Do you know if 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 um, Walter White's in it? I no, no word yet. Is, I imagine your... he'd be in his head. He'd be like, he'd be like, the, uh, like uh, Gotham Knight Joker in Batman's head. I oh, was, that could be. Uh, I would assume. But Vince Gilligan has gone on record. Whenever he's like, we never saw Walt die. I hope they lesson. don't have him not die. Well, it would be kind of interesting if they had it. Like they did a Catch Me If You Can. Like this whole time, like he he was survived, and they've just been using him to get other meth kingpins yeah, and shit. Like, I guess, but it's such a good ending. It is. It's such a, it's like, it's I like have, watching Star Trek Generations after the final episode of Star Trek, and you're sure. like, oh, fuck you. But I have faith in them not to shit the bed. Not between, to fuck it up. Between that and Better Call Saul, like, they know, like, this isn't Saul, we're stepping back into the Breaking Bad yeah, universe. Yeah, we can't yeah. dick, and it's a movie. Yeah. It's, it's so self-contained, you know? I guess it's, it's officially a Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think it's probably it's probably gonna be great. But we've all been disappointed before. Not by Vince Gill again. True. Actually, what's he done since Breaking Bad? Aside from being an executive uh, producer of Saul. Uh, that's about it. Hmm. I think that's about it. I don't know if he's done anything else. But again, what's he directed? <clears throat> couple episodes of Breaking Bad. And a couple episodes of The X-Files, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, I, I hope so. I'm so pessimistic about everything these days. Yes, you are. Which I guess is a good segue <laughs> into Disney. Wish you wish you came to the Disney of it all. Well, you were away, and well, the podcast was on hiatus slash guest star. There's been some... There's been some huge news. There's been some Marvel drama. Marvel drama. Oh, the Marvel drama. Yeah. The Spider-Man of, of it all. Yeah, yeah. He has left the MCU because mm-hmm. they couldn't play ball. Which I think is hilarious, because I don't care. Now, after Endgame really was sort of the endgame for me, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. Sony loves to fuck up third Spider-Man movies. Yes, I do. But it does sort of undermine uh, Tony Stark sacrifice a little, doesn't it? What worries me is that when they go ahead with the next Spider-Man movie, they can't mention They can't Tony mention anything. Th- yeah, at all. I'm not sure they can use the new MJ. Because the reason she wasn't Mary Jane is because is because Marvel created a Marvel character to put into the Sony production. Oh, so Zendaya might be out of the job. She might be. Huh. Huh. But it is like the whole reason Tony started the path, which inevitably led to his spoiler alert death, which is I think everyone's seen this multiple times by now. What that Tony Stark's dead? The Tony Stark's oh, dead. Oh yeah, I think we're more yeah. than fine on that. <laughs> but the thing that led to that event was him seeing a picture of him and Peter Parker mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Yep. The reason his daughter has no father is because of Peter Parker. Right. And they cannot mention Peter Parker again in the MCU. He right. is essential. They should have just left him dead. Yeah. <laughs> and said, well, you deal with it, Sony. Go fuck yourself. That would have been kind of funny. Right? That would have been such a fuck <laughs> Like, everyone comes back to that portal except him, and except Tony's him. just like, huh? Yeah. But they can never mention Spidey again, which is just so odd. Or any, like, they can't mention uh, Miles Morales or Ben Riley or any anyone Spider-related. I guess they did have uh, Aaron Davis in, in Homecoming, didn't they? Yeah, they so can't they, mention they... him, they can't mention anyone. Mm. And well, because especially with Miles Morales being in Into the Spider-Verse, he is Sony's property. That's the only thing that gives me hope, is that, like... If they're smart, they'll just be like, hey, Phil Miller, Chris Lord, go in and you and to- like with Tom Holland, just mm-hmm. fucking do something. Figure something because out. Because they know definitely how Spider-Man works as a character. What do um, you mean for Sony? For they, Sony, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's probably their best bet right now. Well, I mean, again, objectively, I don't give a fuck, but I think <laughs> the best turn of events would be if the next Spider-Man movie bombed hard, uh. and then they'd be like chomping at the bit to get back to the negotiating table you think it's gonna be the battle of the Toms Hardy versus Holland yeah I bet you they're scrambling yeah. right now figuring yeah. out how to put him into Venom 2 yeah. which again I said this the other day where it's like can you imagine our 20 year old selves knowing that Gollum was directing Picard's clone with the cinematography by the Coke Wizard by Tarantino's Coke Wizard and Scorsese's Coke Wizard it's Richardson. Robert Richardson's That's doing the cinematography. <laughs> it's like, just that would have blown our minds. They've all got jobs. Yeah. Those careers have legs. What do you want? <laughs> but then, like, just 2000, circa 2000 us, that would have blown our minds. And now I'm like, that's, that sounds fucking horrible. It's Did so, you see The Jungle Book on Netflix? It was terrible. It's strange that Circus is kind of backseating his way into a director. Yeah. Like, I love the dude. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a real talented actor and performer. I just don't think he's but... a good director. I haven't seen anything he's directed. What else? Did he uh, just do? Uh, the only thing I saw, he directed segments of Return of the King, but um, mm. the only thing that he fully directed that I know of 100% is the Jungle Book. That Jungle Book, flick. the Mowgli or whatever it was called for uh, Netflix. Mm. 
and it was atrocious. It was it. hard to watch. Was it the same aesthetic as the Favreau one? Like no, green and actually, it was really stupid because I remember <laughs> it was really stupid because they gave, they gave all the it was all you know how he's all super motion capture, yep, performance capture, which I don't think is the greatest thing in the world outside of very specific circumstances. Like, like if you want to make a, or yeah, or an ape trilogy or an ape, sure. Yeah. Because they're supposed to have human faces. Exactly, yeah. But they gave all the animals human faces, eyebrows, and, like, everything. And so it was just unsettling. And the animation was, like, it felt like they were four renders away from the final render. You know, I don't know if they ran out of money or if they just didn't have enough money to begin or with. Or they had the guys who worked on Cats. Maybe, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that trailer is a waking nightmare. It makes no sense. <laughs> If you're going to animate it, why not make them actual cats? I, why not just put them in the suits from the Broadway show? Right. Pick one or the other. One or the other. <laughs> I guarantee that this is just a tech demo. This is a new technology. They've gotten cats to be the face of it, and they're just trying to sell this tech demo to studios. Because <laughs> it's the stupidest fucking Nightmare thing. Nightmare fuel. That's a good... We're getting into the, uh, the uh, Comic-Con and D23 now. Yep. With, especially with the cats. Well, okay, so let's start with Comic-Con. What came out? What were the Comic Con trailers? Okay. It was the whole. Well, for the MCU, there's a whole lineup of of Disney streaming service TV shows, which I do not yeah. give a fuck uh, about. Okay, so we've got uh, in spring 2021, we got one of the most awkward titles I've ever heard, Wandavision. Yeah, now, Wandavision's supposed to be. They're I think like it's, in the poster is them in the 50s. Yeah, it's supposed to be this weird parallel situation where they are living together and shit goes weird. They're going into the multiverses because that's supposed to lead into like into the multiverse of madness, the Doctor Strange okay. horror movie. Oh, because she's in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Which again, this is getting watch... like homework, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm this not... is nineties comics where you have to buy ten different yeah. fucking comics to read one storyline. I mean that kinda is what happens whenever you have your big finale and you're like, okay, what pieces do we have left over to work with without yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans? And now? it's also Disney going, We need to sell we need to outsell Netflix, so fuck you. That's right. We're I gonna about that. we're gonna put your shit on T V instead true. of and I don't um, know if they're ongoing series or if they're like limited series or T V movies. They haven't really said. I bet you they'll play it by ear. Yeah. They'll have like a goes. closing point at the end of each season. They're like, if you want to pick it up, we can, but we'll just leave it otherwise. Yeah. That same spring, 2021, we get Loki. Which I don't care about Loki. It he, just... I, let him be dead. This is so painful. I know. I know. I liked his death in fucking yeah. The Sun Will Shine On Us Again, brother. Like, that's such a noble ending. And now he's just gonna, what, hop around the universe so fangirls can flood their pants? I like it's so I, stupid. I think it's the only... They were like, who do people scream the most at that won't cost us that much money? Loki! Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Exactly. What else has he got? Uh, and then the last series is... Fucking Hawkeye! They gave oh, their yeah. Aquaman a TV show. They gave uh, oh and on and uh, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So oh yeah, I missed that. Series. That one's fall twenty twenty. Which must be um, what's his, the guy who plays Falcon must be pretty pissed. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie must be like um, you set up that I was the new Captain America, and now I'm on a TV show. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's just happy to be still working, dude. Because Do you think he gets the money from the movie money being on TV he shows? He don't get Chris Evans' fucking paycheck. No. I know that much. But at least he's still in the mix, right? They can yes. still toss him around movie Throw to him movie. Into a movie. Yeah, so... And I don't know how those TV deal works. Like, if you're just doing a two-hour movie versus, like, an eight-hour series... I don't know. Does it... Is it relative? I imagine they're not going to be getting as much as being in a follow-up movie to the largest grossing movie of all exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Hawkeye, listen, like that's, he's another one. I'm like, dude, he got his family back. Yeah, Leave this I don't fucking guy see alone. More Hawkeye, unless it's like a, a prequel. Like you'd have to go prequel because isn't he all fucked up now from murdering a bunch of gangs yeah, across the middle? His, his big arm tattoo. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. 
It's so silly. And then the Black Widow movie is the first movie. Uh, oh, too. I know I missed the What If, which out of all of them, if I had to watch, pick what one, if? I'd pick the What If. Yep. As that, long as they yeah. don't do choppy anime, I'm good. Because I'm so sick of fucking choppy anime. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that one, I think, has, could have potential. Just because it's fun. Like, it's it's going to be like a cartoon series of Endgame of just, yeah. I understand that reference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, After, yeah. You know, like, just over and over again. Just parallel universe yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah, for, uh, so starting with the movies, because uh, they announced a whole bunch more at D twenty three. Yeah, they're, they're, they've added uh, Blade and Black Way Panther. Off in the future. Yeah, Black Panther two was like twenty twenty three or something. something like that. Yeah, it's a ways away. Um, so we got uh, coming up next in Phase four is Black Widow. Don't care. Which I think they just owe it to her. I at think this that's point. it. That's really it. Because I don't think Black Widow's that interesting of a character ultimately. Uh, here we go again. Oh, Snowbird. This one's close. Sometimes they go right past you, and it's just ear-shattering. Let me rephrase that. Black Widow is an interesting character, but Scarlett Johansson, I don't think, is an actress with the chops to portray the depths of her character. We talked about this last time. I think if they gave her... They gotta, it depends who the supporting cast is. Like, mm-hmm. I think about, like, we're, we're just talking about oh, the boys a, earlier on. If yeah. they gave her, like, a Carl Urban-like character, where she, uh, she's, like, the, the, the hard edge, yeah. and she just has, like, a goofy noob who's with her. Isn't that... Well, because uh, what's, his, what's his tits from uh, Stranger Things is in it? Because they released Wolfhard? the poster. The big beard, yeah. He's uh, in it. What, Hopper or Finn Wolfhard? Hopper. Hopper's in it? Yeah. So... That's the only person I know, and the villain is one of her villains that everyone I don't I have no idea who. That yeah, is. they announced, but I can't remember who it yeah. is. Um, it's not Zemo, although no. Zemo's coming back and fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I think keeping I it, it in house that does make sense, and he's gonna have the hood and everything. You now. think he would be more appropriate to bring back for a Black Panther adventure, though, considering he killed his dad? You yeah, know, well, there are stories, kind of. I guess he still hates uh, fucking Captain America and Bucky. He probably still has a thing against Bucky. Yeah, that's true. Uh, who is the villain? Oh, and Thor Love and Thunder, which is a great title, but I'm not really interested. I don't know, because I really wanted the next Guardians of the Galaxy to have Thor in it. Right. I don't want another Thor movie. I want him to be put... Maybe that's the thing. Maybe this is going to be Natalie Portman as Thor, because that's what they did in the comics. Right. And then he'll be off with the Guardians. That would be fine. That'd be a cool way of doing it. She's the one who wills Mjolnir. Yeah, Mjolnir. And, like, you know, love or hate him, like, Taika Waititi made Ragnarok fun as fuck, so... And I can't wait for Jojo Rabbit. Oh, they're doing Jojo Rabbit? Have you not seen the trailer? It's it's his next, uh, Taika Waititi's next movie. What's that? He plays Hitler, and it's about a, an Aryan boy in a Hitler youth camp. Oh, I saw the poster for this series. It's a white rabbit, and then the swastika's the running legs. Yeah. I was like, what in the fuck is this? That's, now it makes sense. Yeah, that's the new Taika Waititi. Oh! Looks, I, because I, the Hunt for the Wilder People is one of my favorite films of all time. Okay, okay. So, th- knowing that he's going back to, like, a low-budget, just weird indie drama... Where he plays Hitler, that's brilliant. It's amazing, and it's apparently apparently it's just a uh, exploration of hate, of uh-huh. why, why we hate. Mm. And so it is just set like right before the war, the Nazis coming to power, and it's a Hitler youth off at a camp, and his imaginary friend is Hitler, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks amazing. That's awesome. I cannot wait. That's great. I, we wouldn't expect it from the dude because he's so bright in the sense like, what do you want to do, Taika? He's like, well, I'd really like to do a Holocaust movie. <laughs> but you should see him, no, because it all seems like it's taking place out in the woods at this camp, at this retreat for oh, Hitler Youth, God right? damn it. And it's just him as Hitler is hilarious. That's he's so... got this big fake belly. He's just like, everyone thought I was crazy because I want to kill Jews. Well, <laughs> well they were wrong. <laughs> this awesome. looks so silly. That's fucking great. Um... Next is November 6, 2020. We got The Eternals, which... Eh. I don't know. Angelina Jolie and the, the, act, the kid who can't act from Stranger Things. 
Oh, Finn Wolfhard? Uh, no, is that the girl? Is that the girl? The, yeah, is I, that just, I just think every time you see Stranger Things, it's Finn Wolfhard. Who's Finn Wolfhard? He's uh, the one, Levin's boyfriend. I can never remember his character's name. Oh, okay. From It. Was I, he in It? He's in It. Yeah. I always want to call him Will, but that's just because they say Will's name 50 Will, Will, times. Will, 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 yeah, Will. Yeah, in season one. No, it's the girl who can't act. She cannot act. Eleven cannot fucking act. She's not supposed to. But uh, I watched some of that new Godzilla movie, and she's embarrassing in that, and so now she's going to be headlining. Her, she, it's that, like, that badass look she does is so irritating. It makes me want to flicker between the eyes. <laughs> so. I'm just imagining the chicks just like, she's been playing really one prolific character for three years yeah. now. Yeah. Like, and she was a child. I rarely do child actors grow into anything of quality in terms of their acting ability. What about so Robert Downey Jr.? He was, was he, he wasn't acting at like five yeah, he was, like though, eight, was he? Was he eight? Yeah, yeah. All right, Robert. Downey like that's one example it, out of yeah. thousands and thousands of kids who were just who just did not work. <laughs> did not work and are in trailers right now doing coke. Oh, what's his name? Um, uh, Six Sense. I think he. He's actually. I was just he's again, amazing in the boys. The boys, and he's essentially doing a parody of himself. He's yeah. this paranormal kid who can read people's yeah, yeah, minds. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you're not quite done the boys yet, so we should maybe save that for a future yeah, podcast because yeah. I I enjoyed it. It's it's fun, man. Like in terms, I didn't like, think it was groundbreaking or anything but it's I found it just necessary for right now in terms of like the commentary it does about like how social media is used yeah. yeah it's about Hollywood and how like superhero mania can be fucking toxic when it's manipulated yeah, yeah. by corporations and I'm like <clears throat> well done it's two, two things is A I think it's what uh, Zack Snyder was trying to do with Superman but yeah. you don't fucking do that with Superman no, and it's, that's what I love about it it's the right <laughs> it does have that tone of like it's 50% Marvel 50% DC in its yeah. tone and I'm like yeah. it works perfectly and I, there's even a scene of, of Seth Rogen being like, I'm going to be part of the yes! uh, superhero you or whatever. Or even Starlight's uh, two writers for her dialogue are named Seth and Evan. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. Um, next to uh, Shang-Chi. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just really feels like them being like, well, we got the black audience. Now we need to get the Asian audience because yeah. there's where all the money really there's is. There's like three billion of them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor Strange one, just because you put multiverse in the title and they're saying it's a horror movie, and it's a it's a play on a on a HP uh, Lovecraft yeah short story that so could like, be kind of cool might be neat yeah sure. even though I'm like I'm not a huge Cumberbatch fan but I do like what he did with Doctor Strange in Infinity War and Endgame except for his goddamn American accent it's no good I can't stand his American <laughs> accent he just talks like this he does. He does all like the that. time okay Stark yeah okay but if Stark. it comes to saving you or the kid <laughs> uh, I won't hesitate yeah he does You're really <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's hilarious. How come you couldn't have just made him British? Maybe that's why in the, his final line in that movie is him just holding up his finger. finger? They were just like, say something. Up. <laughs> I just don't understand why they were hell-bent on making him American. Like, who gives a shit? Maybe Doctor Strange is an immigrant from England. It would have been kind of cool, right? British Doctor Strange. Right? You're going to make not? fucking MJ black. Like, come on. Why get, not? Let's get crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> How many of these characters, too, should have... Isn't uh, Scarlet Witch Russian? Yeah, shouldn't she be talking like this for a whole movie? I like to imagine they try that in like Iron Man two for a day, and they're, they're like, like, you know yeah, what, no, you know, Scarlet, just, just, uh, just, just do that turn again. There you go. That's it. There, there you go. go. <laughs> and no, that's not money being misogynistic. Count the number of Scarlet fucking Johansson ass shots in that franchise yeah. and get back to she, me. She is also America's ass. Oh goddamn right. <laughs> goddamn right. But if they made that joke. Oh my god! Oh my god! Chris, <laughs> Chris Evans ass is fair game though. Yeah, sure. In more ways than one. Yeah, you oh. heard it here first. Oh, <laughs> you have some elements of this trip you haven't told the audience yet. <laughs> oh, Cap, you kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> I think that's oh, and Blade with 
Masher Ali. Which has no, I don't think there's a date attached no, to No, there's not. They just they pretty just much like, put eh? him in a blade hat and they're eh? like, look, it's him. Yeah. He might be really old by the time we get around to this. Remember but... whenever they had their shit so planned out, they had Tom Hiddleston come out in full Loki gear right before Avengers yeah. and like, pull, like threaten the crown shit. Now they're just like, Taika, hand Natalie Portman a yeah. hammer and say we're making some shit. We're going to lose them. Yeah. <laughs> Which it also feels really virtue signally, but we'll see how mm. it, how it plays out. Yeah. I was saying this to you outside earlier, because let's, let's talk about some summer movies before we get into the, I think, the crown jewel of this podcast, which is going to be a rise of some walkings of the skies. Mm-hmm. But um, some summer movies that I saw... Oh, you meant Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw the live-action Aladdin, mm-hmm. and my problem with that... I love how you didn't even start with, like, here's what I think, it's like, here's my problem no, with the live-action No, it was Aladdin. fucking atrocious. And it made probably a billion dollars because people just go to movies. Um, Especially if they've seen them already. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aladdin was horrible, and the thing that I found horrible was was my problem with what Disney does in terms of like progressive ideologies. Was because I consider myself very progressive, but the movie starts with Will Smith singing about it's a faraway magical land with flying carpets and genies and wizards, and then Jasmine's whole story arc is she's fighting against oppression. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in a magical land with genies and wizards and carpets, why not just make her equal? Why not show yeah. the world that should exist and let us get there on our own right. rather than telling us how we should get there? I like you Because people I, get upset being told what to do. You, I like your idea of just having her be next in line to be sultan. But she has to get married. But she still has to get married. And that could be the, the, the problem. Yeah. So, it really bugged me that they, the magical land still has sexism. I'm like, why can't... Why, Fuck you. <laughs> like, It'd be like throwing misogyny into Star Wars. You're like, really? This like, galaxy's not past that yeah, yet. Yeah, like, it's far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was miscast. Will Smith was not good as the genie. He, right. You didn't for a second believe that he wasn't using Aladdin to get free. Like, in the cartoon, you honestly feel like he's surprised at the end when, he's re- when he uses his That's last right. wish to free him. Right. In this movie, it's like, now nah, you kind of get a sense that he's just waiting for that. He's yeah. like, who do you want to bang? Fine, let's move it along. Move yeah. it along. Yeah. I got shit to do. You want to free me, so let's go. <laughs> and then you saw the other side of Disney's live action uh, ridiculousness. I did. I live saw... action. That's right. In terms of fucking making something colorful on the opposite end of the spectrum, essentially like a nature documentary crossed with Homeward Bound with voiceovers was The Lion King. No expressions on their faces. No. Give me a look at the cat's face. Yeah, there's no expression there. Except for cold, calculating... Menace. Menace. They're <laughs> not fucking friendly looking. If you watch no. the original one, think about when Simba sees his dad in the cloud. <gasps> yeah. Or when his dad died. There's so many close-ups of his eyes and of him like being happy and sad. Yeah. You take all that away. Yeah. And I'm just watching this movie like... Why? Why did you do this? What's the point? I don't understand what's the point of this... Because the original audience is going there and being unsatisfied because it's not as emotional as the first one. Mm-hmm. And then this new audience is watching it. Let's say you've never seen the original Lion King. Do you give a shit? Does it have the same impact? You don't have the same connection to it that no. anyone who watched the cartoon would. And I don't understand. With the, if they put the same amount of money into marketing of a remastered re-release, it would probably make the same amount of money. Why so just re-release it? Why not just re-release the original? I know. Especially when the whole circle of life sequence you're going to do shot, shot for, for shot. shot. Which was cool as like a, an exercise. Yeah. It would have made a cool fucking demo reel for some kids via, yeah. you know project. But I don't know. That's why I feel like Disney just invested in, in, F, in some FX studios. And they're just making these movies to further their market share. 
or also upgrade and also work on their technology. Shit. Work on their technology because that was the one thing I noticed watching that entire movie. I had to stop and be like, "Wait, none of this is real. Mm. They're not in Africa right now. They didn't shoot background plates. No. Like all of this is fucking the fake." First shot's real. That's it. The sunrise. Uh, he said that John Favreau said he actually went out and shot that sunrise. That's pretty cool. To to, to then morph it into f- to CGI. Oh, that's kind of cool. So that's the only real shot. But, but it's just, I did I saw a meme online where it was like Simba surprised, Simba sad, Simba angry, and it's just the same. <laughs> it's the same fucking face. The, the part that like really like hurt the most was not the hurt the most, but one of the things that just I stuck with me when I left the theater was fucking Beyonce. <laughs> so when Simba fucking has the vision of Mufasa and decides to go back to Pride Rock. In the movie, it's just the Hans Zimmer score as his feet run across the horizon. They put in this Beyonce song that sounded like a modern Ariana Grande song. Yeah. And I, I can't remember what the lyrics are, but being Disney and... It was, you, it was something it was like... probably like Jasmine's new song. It was essentially like, the yeah. earth is important. Don't forget to recycle. Don't, don't throw out that garbage on the lawn. Or some shit like that. I forget. We're all equal. <laughs> Blacks and whites together. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Um, and it was just confusing because she plays Nala. So I'm like, is she just <laughs> narrating Simba running back? Like, I don't... And during the Can You Feel the Love Tonight sequence... Oh, yeah, did they bone? Was it awkward? Like, did Simba bite her neck and she screamed? <laughs> <laughs> Timon and Puma are like, we shouldn't be watching this. Slowly backing this up. This is fucked up. <laughs> um, Billy Eichner just jacking it. <laughs> Timon, No! <laughs> You have to stand up and everything when he does it. Um, whatever, uh, they did that sequence. Because Childish Gambino, Donald Glover's singing. He's got an okay singing voice. Mm-hmm. But Beyonce just has to do her Beyonce thing. Beyonce thing. So you're watching this quiet, yeah. subtle love sequence, which again, just looks like a documentary. It's not as colorful. Yeah. Right? She's doing that. Can you feel love? You're like, oh, it took me right out of it. I was like, I'm surprised I didn't get Elton John to do it. He's still alive. He did the original song. That's true. <laughs> they were like the only interesting parts. You could, they would pair off people like Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen or uh, Eric Andre and uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Okay. You could tell and they were just like, just riff. Just, just make shit up. Because those were the funniest. Or John Oliver. He was, Who were they? Who was... Keegan-Michael Key and they changed their names. Were they the hyenas? The two, the two male hyenas. Oh, okay. Because they made the Whoopi Goldberg one like the leader of the pack now because right. progressivism. Right. Uh, Which again, my statement aside <laughs> earlier was a perfect movie because even as a kid, I was like, because I was into nature documentaries and stuff as a kid, I was like, why don't the herd, the pride of females, take out Scar? Yeah, they're the hunters. Yeah, the males just lay around and give them babies. Well, it's exacerbated because in this version, there's a totally a scene where they show Nala sneaking out of Pride Rock, so all the fucking lionesses are being subservient. Like, Nala, where are you going? Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just like, are you? Why don't you just kill all of them? Yeah. You kick their all their asses at the end of this movie? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Females will drive a male out if they don't like them. Exactly. Like, the males aren't in charge. They're just useful yeah. to breed with. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> lay about. They don't do shit. Yeah. yeah. That's why, in my opinion, female cats are harder to deal with than male cats, because they Case. have that competition in them, right? Case in point, I have a fucking female who will not leave me alone screaming yeah. at me right now. I have two lady cats, and they hate each other. Right. And I've had a dude cat, and they're always just like, what's up, man? I'm friends with everyone. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I, 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 the weirdest thing is, is that this thing, both Aladdin and Lion King, made a billion. Mm-hmm. There's no way they don't do a sequel. Do you go, let's remake The Lion King 2 and Aladdin 2? Yeah, are they like, going to do the direct-to-video sequels? Yeah, are they going to do Return of Jafar, or do they take it in a different direction? I don't know. Like, because Lion Where King I, 2 is pretty fucking terrible. Because Aladdin, <laughs> and Aladdin's really fucking terrible. I don't yeah. understand. Brand recognition, 
I don't get it. You think they get Dan Castanella to replace Will Smith? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, but it's still Will Smith's face because they own his image now. Disney owns his image. He's going to be a genie for 50 years. Yep. I don't, like, I don't understand. I know um, we've talked about before, like, my perspective shouldn't be everyone's perspective. Mm-hmm. But I still don't understand how people don't understand when they're being... Um, sort of sold a product or pander to pander to that's what I'm looking for like they're like this is just brand recognition slop they threw the trailer for Mulan and had of the Lion King I was like you're just gonna do your whole 90s catalog do you think they're gonna make Mulan with because I've never seen Mulan but I know that there's an Eddie Murphy dragon in it yeah that's right so but since Mulan's based on a real person do you think this is gonna be they're gonna veer away from just remaking the animated movie and actually make the story of Mulan or is there a CGI dragon waiting in the in the wind I imagine they put the C because again brand recognition people will be pissed if Mushu's not in there yeah yeah But there are enough trouble. You hear about the whole controversy with that actress. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was uh, supporting China. She's supporting China. So, like, they're, I think they've got enough on their plate. They're like, fuck the CGI dragon. We don't care right now. Yep. <laughs> um, but on the topic of Eddie Murphy, did you see the trailer for Dolomite? Dolomite. Oh! Dolomite is my name. That cast alone, I'm in. Holy it's the writers shit. of Ed Wood. It looks amazing. Yeah, it, it looks, looks so good. And just him coming back to a comedy role in yeah. a movie that's not the clumps. Like, yeah. fucking A. Yeah, that trailer really blew me away. Especially when I found out it was from the writers of Ed Wood. Because mm. Ed Wood's probably one of my favorite um, real-world docu- docudramas yeah. ever. It's my favorite Tim Burton movie, which is ironic. Oh, yeah. It's the least Tim Burton oh, Tim Burton yeah. movie. <laughs> me too. And it's the one where he doesn't have Danny Elfman with him. That's right. That's right. Love that bongo score, though. Yeah. No, it's so good. Is there anything else? Anything else this summer? What if I... I, I watched uh, Stranger Things 3. We haven't... Feelings. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were... I even mentioned in the last podcast that you weren't here for is that we've been promising you a Stranger Things podcast, but honestly, I think it kind of would be... Eh. It was okay. It was I don't know right. why you killed Hopper. Yeah, but did they? Yeah, dude. No, but did they? Because remember the, the post credit scene in Russia? When they're like, not the Americans, send in someone else, and they grab a prisoner and throw him into one of the, uh... Wait, uh, when does... Hopper dies on screen, doesn't he? Does no. He, sh- he gets, like, he looks, and then it goes bright, and then he's just gone. And then, did you watch the post credit scene, right? Yeah, yeah, where the, there's a demigorgon. They and, feed uh, the guy, so that's mm-hmm. implying that Russia has their own gateway. Mm-hmm. So what? The, the, he, maybe he hopped into the portal and then got pulled out in Russia. Oh, or maybe they just found him knocked out near the collider, right. or whatever it's called. Well, because they're back in Russia... And if they have a demigorgon, that means they have a tear to the upside down. But I'm just wondering because it was a Russian base that so they could have just found. Like, again, and also, Russian base underneath a fucking mall. Yeah. I was like, really? That was really silly. That's like uh, This series has always been kind of ridiculous. It was really silly. But that's out of control. Yeah. Like, um, I, the second they started like following like there's something going on, we're yeah. following this signal. I'm like, you kids are just going to get there and it's going to be nothing. No, 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 they were totally right. It was a yeah. massive Russian base Russian under base. the mall. I was like, this is weird. But I guarantee you Hopper's not dead. I think that, like, they wouldn't have said not the American. Right. If, or maybe he's, like, contract negotiation because he got all Hellboy. Up, right, which bombed. <laughs> so maybe, I watched, oh, I watched Hellboy. How was that? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was unfucking watchable Like, it was every bad decision, every wrong decision you could have made was present in that movie. But oh, just a quick thing about Stranger Things, though. <laughs> that entire season is worth, I think, the two moments which really made me grin was when their adventure starts coinciding with the Back to the Future score. Yes. So they're actually using yes. the Back to the Future score. That was great. I thought that was great. And also when um, the two kid, the two drug teens are at the uh, water fountain 
and they're discussing the plot of Back to the Future. Oh, he's like, was he trying to sleep with his mom? No, he had to go back to the future. And he's like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) That just, that moment was hilarious. But that's it. I just found out watching Gattaca the other night that that chick is the product of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Yeah, she is a, she is. And the second I saw I can't unsee it. I'm like, you're totally Uma Thurman's kid. Holy crap. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, I don't know. I don't know what else I've. I've been getting behind. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet. I did. I have not. Um, you know, when I first saw it initially, I was like, "Oh my god, that that was what I wanted." But as it ages, it's it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, like my only problem with it is that it's there's no real substance to it. It just feels like him having fun a once with a period time piece fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool because I'm a I'm a guy who loves fashion and car porn and movies, and that movie is seventies fucking just everywhere. Galore. All the clothes and all the cars are just beautiful. Yeah, and it looks great. But and I oh, Brad Pitt's probably one of my favorite Tarantino characters ever in that movie. Yeah, yeah. But having said that, like, I could sum up that movie in a in like five seconds yeah. in a paragraph like there's no substance to it I gotta know? see I really want to see it in theaters because I missed the last uh, Hateful Eight in theaters and mm-hmm. I usually see try and see Tarantino's mm-hmm. in theaters how about the editing is this editor getting any better getting a little better yeah yeah. It, it, I, this one was a little bit more watchable yeah um, like I didn't fi- find myself lolling out like I did in Django or... that was he cut his teeth on Django yeah yeah, yeah. Um, this one moved a little bit better there were some awkward sequencing problem is like again no one's sally menke so like yeah, yeah. watching two three driving montages back to back of two three different characters you're like this yeah. should have been split up like holy yeah. fuck okay and they're all leaving from the same origin point so once this character gets to where he's going we have to go back to where we were right, and then right, watch them drive again. again i'm like oh god okay um but otherwise uh you know, I don't know there's not just the card trailer came out at comic-con can go fuck itself. Oh, you know, I did love about Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh, yeah. Mexico. How do we say it? Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in the West? Oh. In, the, in, <laughs> in New York? Fuck! <laughs> um, but was seeing Leonardo DiCaprio probably for the first time ever play a character who's not totally cool. Right. Like he's not screaming constantly? He, well, he does scream. Oh, he does scream constantly? He does scream, but it's because he's constantly on the edge of having a breakdown. Okay. Like, he's this fucking actor, Rick Dalton, who's like on the verge of becoming obsolete. You're Rick fucking Dalton. You're Rick fucking Dalton. Yeah. Like, I'm not spoiling anything this is literally in the first five minutes of the movie they're like listen that's you, the trailer yeah. yeah it's like you've been in a couple flicks but now you're becoming the bad guy and every week people at home are gonna watch you get your ass handed to yeah, you yeah, yeah. so you got one choice here you need a breakout role and he's just constantly on the of the edge of like and fear that his glory days are all behind are all over. him yeah, yeah. and he just owns it so well like watching him shake trying to light a cigarette yeah, yeah, yeah. like just watching Leo have a nervous breakdown I never realized how badly I wanted to see that and um without spoiling anything if you were Bruce Lee's child, would you be highly offended by his oh, portrayal God. in the movie? I would say like no, because it's a goddamn fucking movie. <laughs> it's a, it's a once it's it says once upon a time in the title. I really feel like it was a slow note Newsweek that week, or someone just wanted some fucking traction. When you have like, a tw- CNN destroyed news, that as as a quick aside, you know, um, stories like that are because CNN invented twenty four hour news cycles. Mm-hmm. So. And now they're playing the victim of everyone saying fake news, which I disagree with fake news, but fuck CNN. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're just as bad now. They're so bad. They have become the very thing that they swore to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> which segues us in. Which segues to, yes, the Amazon is on fire. Yes, the ice caps are melting ten times faster than previously considered. But fuck all of that, because there was a new Star Wars trailer. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're pumped, right? You're pumped. Nope. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I don't care. I just don't care. And they like, tried to tease us, like, Dark Ray. Yeah. Blah, blah, I don't it felt care. so desperate to be like, please go see this fucking movie. Oh, so desperate. Look, see, if people has got red eyes, why does he have red eyes? Ooh, what does that mean? Oh, it's, he has a gun on the poster. Is he an evil C-3PO? Why does Palpatine look like a cartoon character on that newest poster? Did you see that? He looks terrible. No, but did you actually see that? It, it's, it's a Hot Toys Palpatine. It's a Hot Toys, yeah. Someone took yeah. the photograph and did it side by side. It's ex- they just used a Hot Toys. Which makes me wonder, <laughs> is Ian McDermott even in this fucking I don't thing? think so. Does he put the makeup on, or I, is it just a voiceover? I'm feeling like, no. Because there, there's this like mystery character of uh, of Doctor Who, the mm. guy who played Doctor Who, Matt Smith. I think it's just gonna be him with like a chip in his head or something. Or like he's a younger Palpatine, they dub his voice in clone or, or clones, yeah. cloned young Palpatine, cloned yeah. evil Ray. Yeah, yeah. Like I, who cares? Like and again, I'm, without naming any names or like digging up any old fucking graves, I just don't think there's any. Because when Empire ended, you're like, how are they going to get Han back? It's yeah. his father. Is Leia going to get back together with Han? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going to happen? There's none of that with this none one. Of that. So they're restarting and ending at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't really care what this movie's about. No. Like, it looks like Star Wars, sure. Yeah. But I don't care what it's about whatsoever. I don't care. I just don't care. And it'll go, it's going to make a billion dollars. It's going to make all the money. It's going to make all the money. Because it's going to be unavoidable. It's going to be... Every, they're going to spend $500 million on advertising. Yeah. And it's going to be unavoidable. The second they showed the old school Star Destroyers with the super lasers on their belly and then another yeah. beam blowing up another planet, I was just like, guys... Oh, but the thing is, um, that trailer <sighs> um, reinforced... Remember I told you I read those spoilers? Some imagery in that trailer reinforced some of those spoilers. So it probably... So it probably is that horrible plot. Like, because those old... those old deaths. It might not be. Well, I'll just blurt it out. Um, those old Death Stars are because Palpatine had a hidden fleet which, off in the unknown regions. Which um, is something and, that was in the comic books, too. Yeah. So he had a, a whole squad of Star Destroyers. Because those are old school Star Destroyers. Yeah. I, those like, are I, all in the spoiler. Are there, and, like, the red Sith troopers, I'm assuming, are on those things. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, is there any surprises left in this fucking movie? Like, no. I, I don't know. Star Wars, like, no one cares about Star Wars anymore. Like, kids... Kid, like I said this to you earlier, for a kid today, Star Wars is Marvel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And everyone I've ever met or ever heard a YouTube video or anything about who watched Star Wars as an adult doesn't really get it. You have to have that child first viewing of Star Wars for it to be what it is. Mm-hmm. As an adult, you're like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't understand why you're obsessing about it. It's yeah. like, well, you weren't there. As a little kid, and little kids are not watching Star Wars anymore. They're watching Marvel movies. And I would, I've said before, I'll say it again. Like I feel like that fan base was galvanized whenever it was just a kid wearing a Star Wars T-shirt that you saw at the park. You're like, oh, yeah, now yeah. we're best friends. We bonded over that thing. It became yeah. our religion when it was now, still nerdy. When it was still like a niche thing. Mm. And now, like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I still like Rogue One. I, I get that these properties have to get bought up and they have to get repackaged and sold. But when it's mass produced like this, it doesn't have that same cool factor of like it's this thing that we just oh yeah you guys don't get it when we say one one three eight what we're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody fucking knows this is now, must you know? have because Star Wars obviously was the biggest movie of all time when it came out mm-hmm. Empire was one of the biggest movies of all time this is what it must have felt like for Jedi yeah where you're like oh this is getting weird and corporate and it's getting global global like, worldwide news and shit yeah now yeah. it's not just everyone went to see it and then forgot about it uh, now everyone's seeing it and also the movie's not that great yeah. Jedi is objectively the worst of them. Oh yeah, of the first three. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I don't. I just don't care. It's just too funny of just like you could really feel them just being like, we don't know what to do after that. <laughs> like we don't know how to follow that act, dude. Yeah. Like and I, it, I think it's the most damning thing is that they have to restart the story and end it in two hours. The number count the number of times in those two trailers they show Finn, Ray, Poe, three PO all hanging out because they were nowhere in the same scene yeah. in the last one. Like, look, yeah. they're all together. They're all together Please give us your money. They're all back together. Look, the best friends. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if. It started with them getting back together too, as if they've been time apart. I wouldn't be surprised with that at all. Ray's off doing. I something, bet you it starts something. with a similar opening, like Jedi. Like it's Finn doing some shit, and all of a sudden you realize Ray's undercover, helping him something. out, and then Poe comes. Oh, in you think it's gonna do that? 100%. I think it's gonna pull. Oh Jedi. yeah, I think this thing's gonna hit all the Jedi. Return of the Jedi beats. Oh my god! And then end it with a Revenge of the Sith lava fight, but on water. Well, yeah, they did say that uh, the Vader's lava castle, Emperor's lava castle, the original uh, concept designs for Jedi, they're using in this movie. It's gonna be what underwater. No, it's just it's, it's his underground lava base with the throne in it. Is you, that final shot of Ray you can see behind her looks all rocky right, like right, she's right. in an underground lava base. So they're is, just, also, just recycling all the old shit. On the note of dark Ray, is anyone convinced it's not just a dark side vision? No. Like you would oh, no, put, I think it might be a clone. A clone, but like it's not her. Not her. Like you wouldn't yeah. put that in the trailer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm like, why did you do that? Exactly. Why didn't you save that? That would have been amazing. I we were I was joking the other day, it was like like Daenerys Stormborn went bad, Ray's gonna go bad. Who do women have to look up to? <laughs> These fucking astronauts? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> uh, occasionally they go nuts and drive five hours to go cut their boyfriend's dick off or whatever that story was. Oh, no, they said this is hilarious, because if even if it's true, who gives a shit? They said they used the ISS computer to look at his email because she thought he was cheating on her or something. Oh, you're talking about that one. I was that talking one. about the. Oh, you're talking. There's another one. Yeah, it was about like seven years ago. Some woman, former astronaut, drove like something like 18 hours across the country to fucking like. I can't remember if she beat up her boyfriend or. Well, it's official. Bitches be crazy, especially the ones in space. <laughs> space bitches be crazy. Half our viewership just disappeared. I'm just kidding. I forgot about... Hey, well, prove me wrong, kids. <laughs> and you can't even mention Roberta Bondar. Boom! NASA fucking name drop. How do you like that? Um, Stop looking up to fictional characters. Mm -hmm. Look at what it's done for men. Nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> On that note... Yes. Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian looks like it could be a lot of fun. That is where I'm putting all my chips now. Because it just looks like a Sergio... That's what I've been... Rooting for. I hope he never takes the mask off. And Me I too. don't think he's gonna. Me too. No, it's what I've been rooting for ever since, like, they st and even announced Star Wars story spinoffs. It's Boba. just Boba. Boba Fett in a Sergio Leone movie. Mm -hmm. Like, it's that's it looks exactly like that. Let's put in the Herzog, giving him his bounties. It's so funny. I just love that dude like, between Rick and Morty, Parks and Rec. It's weird that he's getting into this. Like he's who's his agent? Like <laughs> he makes the strangest movies. Yeah, and then he shows up in the Mandalorian. It's so fucking funny. I need a paycheck. I have gambling problems. Like the, the cat. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Maybe the cast is nice. Carl Weathers doing sci-fi. I think for the first time since, since Predator. Since the Preds. Um, you got fucking uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Gus from Breaking Bad. Yeah, as an, he's imperial. an imperial. Like because uh, the Empire's done. Which look is perfect casting. So he's, like yeah, him delivering one of those Gus speeches. As an as like an imperial would be dead on perfect, mm -hmm. and another one I found out which is fucking fascinating. There's a quick shot of that Twi'lek and she's got a crew of bounty hunters with her. Bill Burr, fucking Bill Burr. Bill Burr's in it. One of the comedians who rallies against Star Wars nerds the hardest yeah. is finally is going to be a bounty hunter in The Mandalorian. I wonder if he is just going to be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> 
Like if he's just gonna, <laughs> is he just gonna be Bill Burr? I really hope they send him to a con just so he can shit on everybody. <laughs> yeah, you're all a bunch of fucking losers. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I hope he tells a Wookiee he's gonna put him through a fucking wall. Like, I guess this is Disney though. There's no, there's no cursing in the Empire, so he's gonna just be like, I don't, I don't freaking care. I can't wait. Oh. Just to see him having a blaster, saying the words Empire and Tatooine, it'd be just fucking hilarious. It's gonna be weird. Oh. It's gonna, it's, it's vaguely meta yeah. to see him yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. But that's why I have faith in Favreau, dude. He knows how to, like, pick his cart, like, pick carefully. Like, he's like, okay, there's a, I have a cherry tree here and I have a lot of different cherries, but I'm gonna pick carefully. I'm gonna pick Carl fucking Weathers yeah. to play a character. Yeah, yeah. You didn't expect that, did you? Except for The Lion King. That felt just like he had no choice. He didn't have the. Maybe that's what he did to get. Uh, Possibly to get the Mandalorian. Yeah, they were like, "Listen, you want a Star Wars show? You were pretty good at the Jungle yeah. Book. Can you do Jungle Cat movie?" Like, well, remember, um, um, what's his name? The director of Forrest Gump and Castaway. Sylvester. Uh, no, that's this composer. That's the composer. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. He directed Back to the Future. Zemeckis. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis. The only way he could make Castaway because they had to take a year off for Tom Hanks to lose the weight to play him yes. later on the island was to make that completely forgettable Harrison Ford, Michelle Pfeiffer... What Lies Beneath. What Lies Beneath. Ah. The only reason that movie was made was that was the deal. You make this movie for us, then you get the funding to take a year off to finish Castaway. That's hmm. the only reason he did it. Hmm. Well... Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's a good thing to to go out on. We've kind of blathered on today, and I think that's uh, that's what we do. That's what we do best. That's what we do, guys. So you got a whole chunk of summer goodness. Yeah, it was a whole chunk of summer crap. Most of it was I didn't see that. Uh, did you? Nah, I, didn't, I haven't really been watching a lot this summer. Uh, my cats are fucking. Uh, uh, I, might, I might get a dog. <laughs> okay. uh, I might get a dog. I might get a dog. That's, that's new. They don't that's, know that. No one cares. <laughs> Carson might get a dog. And anyone listening who does care is probably going, don't get a fucking dog. <laughs> what are you, stupid? Oh, Jesus, no. They're calling <laughs> you right now. Dude, I just heard the podcast. What are you thinking? Don't do it. You can barely take care of yourself. <laughs> right now. What are you doing right now? Are you laying on a couch with a bunch of chip crumbs in your beard? <laughs> That's what you're fucking doing? But a dog could lick at my <laughs> 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 Why need the dog, asshole? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be back at some point. I don't know. We're not. We, we got some. We got, got some stuff. We got some shit coming. There's up. some. Spoo- there's some movies coming out. I, what's? Uh, I want. We can do it too. It's chapter up. two. We can do the whole it saga. The it saga. Can the it podcast just be me reading the gang uh, uh, underage gang rape scene? Uh, only if I can do a line of cocaine while you're doing in the spirit of uh, Stephen yeah, King. Yes. All right. We got yeah, ourselves absolutely. a deal. That's going to be the full podcast. Fucking yeah. I'm going to read it and then slow it down so I'm talking like this. I'll be punctuated occasionally with... Oh. <laughs> it's going to go on so long. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, maybe next week or something. Or something. Something. For an exciting episode. We'll figure it all out. Of space. Action. Podcast. Woo!